Welcome to the After Show Show for episode 90. If this is your first time tuning in, this is not the main episode. This is the Pygmy, Pygmy, Pygmy. I thought you were going to do it with me. Sorry. I missed the cue. <laughs> this is the pick-me-up of the main episode, where we talk about random topics of interest. And this episode, the mm-hmm. topic of interest is going to be IOI. Yeah, so IOI came out with a mini-album, as well as a title song, or I should say a title song, as well as a mini-album. Yes, sir. And we are just going to go song by song, and kind of give you our thoughts, and kind of overall feeling of the album and the release. Yeah, you might be wondering, why are we doing this for IOI, but we didn't yeah. do it for any, any other girl groups? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's because we're biased. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got really invested in Produce 101. And um, yeah, like I, I think part of it is, without ruining anything, uh, when the title came out, we were pretty disappointed. We, yeah, and when we're kind of disappointed with the title song, we kind of dig deeper into the, into the album to hopefully find a gem. Right? Yeah, and yeah. I think that kind of had us listen to it, and we thought, "Hey, might as well just do a, an album review." Yeah, yeah. And maybe this is your first time tuning into us because you you search for you know IOI Chrysalis album review, Casalis. whatever the fuck. And uh, you know, we we love or we as you said, we were so heavily invested. We recorded yeah. a two and a half hour <laughs> produce one hundred and one like yeah. mega podcast about it. So you should check that out. You know, yeah. if if you're new. Um, but before we start, I do want to say that this episode would not be possible without our lovely, lovely uh, Chingus who donated money to us on Patreon. Yep, yep. And I want to re- read some of y'all's names out because I did not do it last mm-hmm. time. Um, so I want to thank our lovely Chingus, Lauren C., Justin Blaine D., Every time I see a D, I think like Monkey D. Luffy or yeah, whatever, like dragons, but the D yeah. is like not in the middle. The so, um, Kenneth R., mm-hmm. Joanne J., and Christelle R. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, thank you so much for donating $10 or more on Patreon. Yeah. Don't forget that you too, listener, fellow you listeners, too, fellow listeners, you can also help us out by going to patreon.com backslash this week in K pop. Links are in the description below. Yeah. You can sign up and help uh, help us keep on going. Keep on keeping on. So let's begin this album review. Yeah. As you said, as you alluded yeah. to earlier, originally this was going to be just, uh, I cannot believe this was so bad podcast. Yeah. And we lately, and by lately, I mean the last year, we've tried to stay away from negativity as much as we could. We tried to, you know, comment on things that we liked more. And so uh, we originally were just going to kind of shit on the title song. Um, yeah. But it's changed. I mean, it's changed a little. It's but changed. I think it's very important to know that um, we were both yeah. insanely disappointed so on disappointed. first listen to this song. Yeah. I really, really wish we could record a react. We recorded a reaction video for that. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, you know, if you don't follow us on Instagram, which not that many people do, no. um, you know that Josh and I went to Seoul yeah. to eat some good ass food. Yeah. And then in doing so, we missed the bus. The last bus. The last bus. Yeah. And we had to stay in Seoul uh, all night. night. Yeah. So we went to a PC Bang, or it's like a, a land center, I guess is yeah. the English equivalent. Yeah. And we stayed there for five or six hours. So. We, we we didn't watch it because yeah. my plan was after eating that good-ass food, we'd come back, well, record a record reaction. reaction. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was 3 a.m. and we realized we 
probably not going to be able to do this. Yeah. Uh, so we watched it at 3 a.m. after staying up a very long time. Yeah. And so part of me is is a little bit sad that we did not record the reaction because it would have been so so uh it, i think it would have had a hilarious. lot of feel, it would have a lot of feeling or honest opinions yes and uh everything you kind of look for in a reaction video i think but part of me is like good thing we don't have that hate out there because yeah. we were very upset we were really we angry out. yeah we extremely were very upset. angry and like I, I don't think i i have been that disappointed by a song ever yeah i mean but it's it's partly because we're so hyped and we were right. so invested in the show Right, and they had released a lot of good songs in the show. Um, of course, yeah, some, some of our, our really most famous, famous or favorite yeah. songs of, yeah. of the year so far. Yeah, um, it was definitely like there are worse songs out there. Oh, of course. definitely, definitely. Um, but expectation to real life wise, I was like that gap was really really big. I was freaking out, and then we listened, or at least I listened to the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to cleanse my ears and listen to like fingertips and yum yum yeah. again. Um, it was really bad. But anyway, yeah. so we're going to go through a song by song because some of our opinions have changed now that we've yeah. gotten some rest, yeah. now that we've listened to it five, six, eight more times. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the intro. Now the intro is very quick. It's like a it's like 40, 45 seconds, something like that. I think it's like a minute something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of mini albums or albums in general have these intros. Yeah. And, and kind of all intros kind of have a certain feeling to them. It's they kind of like chop it off before really anything really starts. Yeah. And it's just kind of like maybe just people harmonizing or some like sometimes just hype, talking. Hype sometimes like some hype. Um, and and what makes me the saddest is that. The intro, I think, has like the most personality. Oh yeah, of all the songs, except maybe "Crush" uh, in the yeah. entire mini album. Like, I really, really want a full version of this song. Yeah, like, I, it blows my mind that the title song is not this song, but fully. Yeah, and it, it's really interesting because usually intro songs they're meant to kind of like build you up into the song, and like this song. The intro song really got me like kind of like oh, and then Dream Girls comes in as a, as the title track as the second one. And I'm I'm kind of like oh yeah, which just makes it even like kind of a more disparaging like difference. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it it makes me feel like one the intro did a really really good job, but it pushes Dream Girl down even more. Yeah. So for me, and um, there's some like really good kind of effects that they use. Like there's kind of this. I guess blaring horn sound. It might be like a trumpet. Sounds um, like a trumpet with like a mute on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it doesn't really sound like a real trumpet, but mm. it, I really like that sound sometimes. And um, I think that was really good. And there's yep. they kind of alternate also kind of rapping and singing. Or yeah. Like this harmony they have. Yeah. And I think that's really good as well. Yeah, like it, it really, this intro, I felt like it had the most 
like oomph to it. It has the most flavor, definitely. Yeah. 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 Like I, I think no matter what, like even though we like some of these other songs, yeah. like I think a lot of them sound very bland. Yeah, they definitely um, fall into some like category, or they kind of sound like something we have heard before. Yeah. But this song was kind of like oh. Yeah, it really caught yeah. our ears and like yeah. made us kind of pay attention. So, yeah. so a little bit, a little bit of a shame. Not a little bit of a shame. A fuck ton of shame. Yeah. Um, it makes me angry that this and then Dreamgirls are composed by the same two people um, because that boggles my mind. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, let's move on then to the title track, which is called Dreamgirls. Reminds me of the Shining song, or yeah. it reminds me you of the movie, right? yeah, with Beyonce in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so this song mm-hmm. is composed, as we said, by the same people as the intro. Their yeah. names are Famous Bro and Paul. And Paul. <laughs> and Paul. Yeah. He didn't even. I don't know what's worse, going with Famous Bros. I know. Or just going with Paul. I, yeah. I don't, I don't really and know. Famous Bro is kind of a funny name to choose as well. Yes. So why, why um, is it funny, Steven? Well, it's funny because, so supposedly, um, there was a news story that said that the girls of IOI, yeah. they heard over 40 tracks. They heard over 40 tracks and they yeah. were supposed to vote on what they thought was the best track. Yeah. Um, or the, what they wanted as their title track. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So... It turns out that this track, Dream Girls, is um, per, uh, composed and produced by Famous Bros, who is his real name. I guess his stage name is Edu. Yeah, he was he was a singer as well. Before. Yeah, he was like a ballad singer from a, from a while, a while ago. Back, yeah, um, and he happens to be the brother of the YMC founder slash CEO. CEO. Huh. So, so he is a famous bro. He is a famous yeah. bro. Although his bro is famous. Technically, yeah. he's the famous one. I think. Yeah, um, probably. And and his brother owns the company, but he's yeah. probably the less famous yeah. one. Um, and if you're wondering, YMC is the company that that is that IOI is housed under. Yeah. So it turns out 
that of 40, apparently 40 songs, yeah. they chose the one that is the brother of the company yeah. owner. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, because uh, Famous Bro or Eru, he, if I remember correctly, he's a pretty good singer and a pretty good producer in my mind. I've heard some of his other songs. I mean, maybe like, like ballads songs. from yeah, five, yeah, ballads. six years ago. Yeah, yeah, but like, it doesn't matter how good your, you know, your criteria and your resume is, like, it still smells fishy, right? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And Korea, you know, is very, very big on Very on notorious. Nepotism. Yeah. yeah. It's very notorious for nepotism. Very notorious. Yeah. Um, it depends on who you know. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what nepotism is, because I didn't know it for quite a long time in my life, uh, it's when, you know, friends, it's like your it's friends like, have a friend yeah. or brother or sister gets the job yeah. over somebody who's actually qualified. Yeah. Bas- basically, it's like uh, friends in high places kind of uh, mentality. Which is true for a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so that is already really fishy. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's also fishy about it is that this is supposedly the best one out of all 40. That the girls like kind of all agreed on. Like they had this kind yeah. of mini show called Standby and Steven and I watched it. It was only like two episodes. Oh, I'm and... so sad. It should have been, it should have been so much more. It and was it, the greatest. And in that show, they might have been prompted to do so, but everyone was like, yeah, it was like our favorite song. Like, and I was like, mm. and they even said on the show that they've been working on this song since the beginning of Produce 101. Yeah. Like this is a long time coming. And so we were both hyped as shit. Yeah. And we heard snippets of it in standby. It wasn't bad, actually, when I first heard the little snippets of it. Like, it, really? I, I remember messaging you saying, this sounds like dog shit. And then you <laughs> messaged me back, that's like, yeah, this is dog shit. I, I remember very clearly that happening. Uh, I remember you messaging me saying it was dog shit and me saying, I haven't actually watched the second one. <laughs> uh, maybe we need to go back. I, yeah. I remember you saying it was equally as bad. Or maybe I'm thinking, no, because we said that for Crush originally. yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I'm pretty hold on, sure. Hold on. I'm let me, let me pretty sure this. this I might, I might, I might be getting my my info confused. But long story short, they did have like some snippets of it in standby, and Stephen definitely did not I like it when it came out after all the hype that we were kind of um, doing. So we were just like, please don't release a bad song. Yes, we were like, because <laughs> you know maybe you're new, like fingertips. Absolutely love fingertips. Yum yum. Love Yum Yum. Crush was one of our favorite songs of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I love even, you know, 24 Hours. Mm-hmm. I love uh, uh, um, In the Same, same place, place. I really love. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Don't Matter is, is not bad. Yeah. But the other, like, four songs are probably going to be in my top ten of 2016. Like, we always have these kind of lump of songs, like, every year in our top ten. And this will probably be that, yeah. yeah. So that's a long, you know, this is, we're going to spend a lot of time on this. Yeah. Um, so anyways, um, also, Yu Jung and uh, Na Young wrote some of the lyrics. Probably you know? the rap. Ver- yeah, probably parts. the rap parts. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Josh, mm-hmm. what did you think of, of the song? We'll get to the music video okay. later. What did, what did you think about the song now? Um, I do have to say, after listening to this song a few more times, it has grown on me, um, but not... Not to a point where I can say like, oh man, this is a really great song. It's more of like, a, when I first heard it, it was so abrasive to my ears that I had to cleanse it yeah. um, from my earballs. And now it's not that. Tolerable. Now it's tolerable, yeah. And so, I, I just think 
so okay, the song starts off basically with a chant, right? Like, like yes. a like a mic check one two thing of a bob, and like sometimes you can get behind that, right? It kind of like all right, all right, all right, all right, and then when it jumps into the verse, the verse kind of like slows down in BPM. Yep. And just kind of like mellows out, and you're just like, okay, that was really like, weird. You're, we're going up, we're going up, and then it's just like, okay, we're gonna plateau, yeah, you know, down here. And the chant goes on for like, I think way, way too, too long. long, way too long. Like yeah. they repeat it, I think four times. They mm. should have only repeated it twice. Yeah. Um, but then, like, I know, I, I, I I'm very similar. Mm. Like, we were listening to it before this, and mm-hmm. and every time I listened to it again, I was like. Oh, it's it's more tolerable, mm-hmm. right? I, I might actually grow to like it, maybe. We'll um, see. We'll see. But you know, the only reason I listened to it six times was is because of IOI, right? Yeah. Like any other, if this was any other music video on any other week for a normal podcast, we would have listened to half of it mm-hmm. and probably thrown it away. Yeah. Almost instantly. So we do want to say that we are giving it more listens and more chances because we are biased. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sorry. And even after that, it, it's like... Even after that, it's not that great. And, like, there's so many weird things. That, like, I feel like this song doesn't play to any of their strengths. No, definitely not. Like, they they give Somi a chant. Like she gets the chant part in yeah, the first it's chorus. Like, it's, it's, it's like a chant rap. I don't yeah. know what you would call it. It's, it's bad. It's not great. Yeah. And, and even Chunghua, I get. I think her name is Chunghua. 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 Fuck me. Um, she gets the second the second uh, verse uh, chant, and it's just kind of like why why we we both we know both of them can sing decently at least yeah like, that's not um, necessary like why the chants like maybe they're trying to go for a certain feeling or a mood with the song like but I I think it was a miss yeah I mean we you know despite loving you know like Uaz chant mm-hmm. in general chants are not great I don't like chants you got to be very careful about how you use them and for how long they go on because chants when they're really short and kind of quick then i i I can get behind it they can be kind of catchy and and yeah 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 but if you're just like you know chanting 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 then it's it becomes really repetitive right and it really kills the mood of the song really kills the flow of the song so you got to really be careful about where you put it in for one and like how long it goes and i think this song does both things wrong. Yeah. They place it in, in the beginning. That are really they place it in the beginning, and both both chords that are that is really bad. Bad places start chanting, and every time they start doing this kind of chanting thing, it lasts too long. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just weird to have uh, the the first part of what what is the chorus in K-pop songs. I mean, mm-hmm. like a lot of songs are great, great choruses, and the verses are boring. Yeah, I mean that that's a very uh, and that's that's okay. pop music. That's yeah, pop music. that's okay. Yeah. It's just so weird to start the chorus with the chant. It's yeah. like uh, strange, strange. Uh. Um, anyways, um, and like for example, I don't think uh, uh, there's any high notes, which we know, of no. course. Um, if there are high Yeonjun notes, is, yeah, they're not very audible, and, and they're not very. Yeah. But like almost every other song involving uh, Young. Yongjung, uh has a high note, and and I really like her high notes. I mean, I yeah. I like her, and I'm glad she's in the group. I yeah. know a lot of other people don't sing. think that way. But she can um, sing. But, That's why she's in the group. Yeah, um, but there just wasn't that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's starting to be a little bit more catchy, a little bit more rhythmic. Uh, now that I've heard it more, but but still, it's just not. It's not a good sit. Yeah, it might be. A, 
an okay sit after mm-hmm. a while. Um, but definitely, definitely, like, de- like I hate to bring them up, but like you know, we twice recently came back mm-hmm. and we were also extremely hyped about Twice's, and I think Cheer Up is a way, way, way better, better song than this song. Yeah. Um, it, it's crazy to me. Um, but uh, so let's talk about the music video. Okay. Um, what did you think about the music video? So on the first watch, um, the concept that they're going for is uh, a played out concept that I've seen too many times. And uh, the main kind of imagery that I got from it was that it looked really similar to Girls' Generation's Into the New World. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are... Um, yeah. Me being very... a Girls' Generation fan, like I remember that music video very vividly because I watched it very, very many times. And... It's just kind of the same, you know, like every, girl, every girl has like a job and then yeah. they're just kind of going through the troubles of the job and that's pretty much the concept. And it's very trite. It's very trite. Yeah. It's very, uh, you know, overplayed. And I've seen it a billion times. And some of the, even the concept choices that they chose are yeah. a little bit strange. Like Mina as a convenience store worker. Like, you know, so the whole thing is that they all have I, their dream jobs, right? And like I some are... So. They're trying to be a ballerina. Some are trying to be a, a, a runner, a dancer. But Mina is like convenience store worker, or does she want to be manager? I yeah, don't, that's a step down. That's weird. From whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the best comments I think on YouTube was just like, "Girl, you know you can just be a manager. It's not <laughs> like, even that big of a dream, girl." It's like, uh, it's like you want your dream fulfilled. Just apply to any convenience store. Yeah, yeah. They'll probably hire you. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Um, I think what, like, Sohia is a girl? I don't, I don't, I don't even know, know what, what hers doing. was. Yeah. Um, it was just really not done very well. Yeah. I mean, I thought it, it looked good. Like, I think that they they got the pretty girls look pretty. I think yeah. they did that job. I mean, yeah, um, let's let's not get that twisted. Like they look really attractive. They look yeah. very very cute. They look very pretty. But the problem is it's just, you know, if you're trying to digest the music video as something more than just looking at pretty people do pretty things, then yeah. you're not going to get very much. Now to be fair, I think there is a comparison that needs to be made to to cheer up. Because mm-hmm. effectively cheer up is the same thing. Right, yeah, every girl's yeah. got their own job or their own costume, right? Yeah. But the difference between that and this is the transitions, right? We yeah. we talk so much about the amazing transitions in Twice's uh, Cheer Up music video, mm-hmm. um, and and how much that elevates an otherwise boring music video yeah. like this one into yeah. into that, you know? Yeah. Um, I think this kind of concept is very popular with groups that have a lot of members. Yeah. Um, and makes sense. It makes sense, right? And the, for me, the main difference between Twice's Cheer Up and this is not necessarily like the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just feel like just more detail and care was put into Twice's Cheer Up than this video. Like, um, it, it, the I mean, I, I think it's just outfit versus outfit. I don't really think, aside from the taking out the choreography, I think they're pretty much the same thing. I mean, because... So, you know, you have, like, God Sejong, like, just running, and then, you know, a ballerina scene and things like that. Yeah. But, like, vividly for me, twice is cheer up. Like, I remember, like, Daehyun in that, like, Korean hanbok, like, and she has, like, the thing, and there's... The yeah, set is just the, so, so may, Maybe the sets... And... I, mean, I, I think the sets may be a little bit better, yeah. but I don't think there's... Like, it's just cowboy girl standing around cowboy girl, and... Yeah. 
yeah, Dayan is in the beautiful outfit and, mm-hmm. and she's she has a little bit of play. But if you think of the other girls, like like Momo is just holding a gun mm-hmm. and Tsuyu is just in a in a dress. Like it I don't think they're doing anything more or less in, in either uh, comparatively. I, mm-hmm. I really don't think so. So so why do you th- cuz I mean we spoke really highly about twice as cheer up versus like this music video. Yeah. What do you think is like so the the transition like but 100% you, but, but you yourself said like that dream girls itself had like good shots and directing yeah but it doesn't have any transitions mm-hmm. like that okay. like i think like even for cheer up's video mm-hmm. when we talked about it like i i fully know that that is a boring that is a generic video yeah, yeah. if it wasn't for, for the way that they fi- do the filter transition yeah, thing yeah. like um, and, and I think this is a good comparison of like what it could have looked like if without mm. that directing tw- uh, twerk. Mm. Um, and I and I think the twice the cheer up concept was a little bit more interesting. Like, it, like with the camera guy, and then like the filters that the transitions were so were worked so well into like the concept itself that I think it looked really seamless. Mm-hmm. But like Dream Girls just looks really choppy. Like. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like random, 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 random. 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 Yeah, it, yeah. Just, it just feels really random and disjointed. And I do think that uh, I you know I didn't time it out, but I mm. feel like the um, the uh, what's the word? Every girl in Twice's got more equal time than in this one, mm. um, because like in this one's like a few of the girls definitely got the short short end of yeah, the stick. Yeah, like um, um I think Mina's like kind of barely in it. Mm. Um, uh, I think, well, at least according to you, so yeah, it gets more than <laughs> more than her fashion, <laughs> I guess. Um, like you know, also like I think, you know, we watched a lot of performances of this because yeah. we wanted to see the full choreography yeah. because the chorus choreography I think also suffers from the twice syndrome where like the chorus choreography is really boring. Also, so so um, vanilla, it's just so generic. Like, yeah. They, like, rely on repeating this one move way too much. Very similar to to Cheer Up. Also relies very heavily on on one move. And we are very critical of Twice's Cheer Up's choreography as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So after seeing the full choreography, like, it also blows my mind. It really blows my mind that in Produce 101, Mm. they had to make their own choreography. And it was so much better. On a deadline. Yeah. And and some of it was so much better, right? Like I would say most of it was so much better. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. Like at, at least half of the choreography that I saw in the show, yeah, I would say, is was better, better than this. Yeah, yeah. I, it just is crazy to me that, like, how basic the choreography mm. is. And, and I know mm. there's like the camp of like, it's got to be basic so people can emulate it, right? Yeah. But it also has to be interesting, and it also has to be cool right yeah. people don't just want to mimic it just because it's easy yeah and i i definitely thought the cor- the 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 choreo is pretty boring i i think the problem everything that's wrong with this title like the choreography the the music video the song itself i think it suffers from this kind of um k-pop i, I call it k-pop branding mm. right like they're trying to push ioi as this thing and, but what is this and, thing? And they're pushing it, but there's just so many different, like, characters yeah. in IOI. And there's so many different, like, companies involved in IOI. And there's just so many, like, conflicting things, I think, that they're trying to, like, produce 
this girl I was like, oh, we're the we're the best girl group because we like you know got together the best trainees from the you know different companies and and I just think it just does not work. Yeah, like it's very apparent sometimes where a a company or a director is trying to like really force feed you a certain kind of concept or idea, and sometimes it works because you don't really notice it. But this one is just very, very disjointed. Like, I mean, I, what I think, if I were to just make shit up, what I think happened was, so the highest charting song, aside from Pick Me, yeah. was B1A4's uh, In, the, uh, same in the Same Place. Yeah. Right? And In the Same Place is a very, like, it doesn't really rely on great singing. It's mm-hmm. just a very airy, very, like... It's supposed to be, like, bright. Soft, yeah, kind of soft, bright yeah. song. And so they filled this album with songs like that. Yeah. Right? Uh, whereas we liked Yum Yum and we liked Fingertips. We liked songs with more oomph and more, like, mm-hmm. groove and more rhythm and because more personality. Because our favorite performance and our favorite, you know, thing, I guess we could say, from Produce was the Bing Bing performance. Yeah. yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. 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 And, like, I, I feel like they... They tried. They were. They tried to make this album more like in the same place. Yeah, they're, they're more, trying to produce it a certain way, yeah. right? Because they thought the people wanted this, right? Turns so, out, no, they don't. Because they don't. I think, I mean, Dreamgirls ranked very high originally, but now it's already slipped to like twelve. It's like, yeah, it's um, way down there now. Out of top ten for sure. Yeah, and like I don't think any of the other songs charted in top fifty except for the other B one A four song, which yeah. we'll talk about later. Which was already um, released, I think. Yeah, it was already shown it wasn't show. officially released, yeah, but yeah. it was in the final episode. Yeah, it was show. Show, yeah, it was uh revealed. That's yeah. the word I want to look for. Yeah. But but and, and the other thing is like it it is crazy to me. It is crazy to me that, like in my head, this mm. song should have been the finale of the show, mm. and Crush should have one hundred percent have been the agree the debut song. Totally agree. And at first, I I was like, oh, you know, it's just the timing. Like you know, Crush kind of came at a time where it was in the show, so they they revealed it, and then they can't use it as their debut song. But then yeah. Steven, you countered with, uh. Yeah, in in standby. Yeah, when they go meet the composer, I guess one of the composers of of, of Dreamgirls, yeah. he's like, "We've been working on this song since, since produce, produce started. started." Yeah, um, so it's it really just makes your head, you know, kind of interesting. Like, did you know, did they already kind of plan that this song was going to be their debut song? Because yeah, that's you don't right? even know who's in your your group. Why would you exactly right? And you and you plan this song from the beginning. Yeah. Right. And you're the brother of the YMC and like founder CEO. Like this song's going to be used somehow. Probably. For sure. Like, I think this is a great B-side song. Like, you know, yeah. it, it would have been an, a, a fine if, B-side if song. If this wasn't the title song, I would be like, mm, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. But like the title song needs to be a bit more oomph. It needs to sound. It carries the weight of the whole album. Yeah. 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 And it needs to sound like something different. Mm. And And I think Crush... Sounds kind of different. I mean, we've talked at length mm-hmm. uh, uh, on our podcast about how much you know we enjoy Crush. Yeah. Um, and and the strange thing is, Crush has, a, I think, a lot of similar kind of um, things that we don't like about uh, Dreamgirls, but the way it's done is totally different. Mm. Like you know, there's chanting. There's kind of like an English sing-talking rap 
going on too, right? Yeah. And there's like a lot of, I think, kind of. But I feel like there's way more feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. in in Crush. Yeah. Way more. When I say feeling, I mean like with the voices, you know. Um, there's just more. There's more flavor into it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. more flavor in the voices, in the way they they say things, right? Like the diction. It, it's just. It, it, it's really amazing how like little things and little tweaks to a song can really make or break it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, let's move on. We talked a lot about that, but that's the title that's song. song. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? Um, so the third song is called Knock, Knock, Knock. Yep. is produced by Double Sidekick, mm -hmm. which is probably the biggest producer in this mini album. Yeah, or at least the most well-known. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and this song really, really, really sounds like a, a B-side Double Sidekick song. Yeah, but, but I'm, I'm, I think I'm a really big sucker for like Double Sidekick style songs. And we do like a lot of groups that kind of were made, quote-unquote, by Double Sidekick, mm -hmm. like Sistar, you know. Uh, we also like... Uh, Bestie a lot. Bestie, like uses, yeah, best. Bestie uses a lot of double psychic songs. And so I think double psychic, uh, he writes like a really, really catchy chorus. Yeah. It's so good, usually most of the time. And this song has a very, very catchy chorus. But what's what do you think the problem is, Steven, with this song? I mean, the problem, we kind of highlighted it in... Um... I almost said cheer up in yeah. uh, Dreamgirls. Yeah. Uh, There's the, just the voices, especially during the verses, yeah. are just completely not impactful. Yeah. Like it, 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 it sounds like a paint by numbers uh, verse. Yeah. It's, it's kind of just going, right? It's just, yeah. It's like kind of background music almost. Like sometimes, like sometimes I, it feels like they're not even really trying to sing. They're just trying to kind of. Yeah. Singish, talkish, to the melody. Yeah, um, and I think that's a really big shame because I really like this song, mm -hmm. and I think it could be so much better if if they kind of like took more time and kind of like you know 
refined it a little bit and yeah. and and had them sing it a, a few different ways to kind of see you know which one was the best because in my mind it sounds like they just kind of just recorded it like once or twice and they're just like okay good enough yeah and just stuck it in there but this song i think could be really really good if they really took time and be like okay how about you sing it this way uh how about you do it this way right because that's how you find different flavor. That's how you have different, you know, mm. kind of catchiness into it. And this is just kind of everybody's singing the same way. Mm. Everybody's just kind of, kind of sleepwalking through the chorus. Yeah. Or sleepwalking through the verse. Yeah. Right? I mean, even the chorus, I think, has a little bit of that. Like, mm-hmm. it's saved not by their voices, but it's saved by the production of the of double, it, yeah. of double psychic. Yeah. Um, and I think I mentioned to you earlier that, like, you know, the. For the most part, Double Psychic reminds me of Sister, right? Mm. That that was my first big introduction to Double mm. Psychic with Sister. So, like, when I hear this song or any Double Psychic song, there's that thought in my head that's like, man, Sister would have done this one way better. Yeah, like, oh, we really could have heard, like, Hyorin's kind of raspy style on this and it would have sounded really, really good. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's one thing that we take for granted from Sister is that they have... Even though they're all girls, yeah. they have very dis- two different very styles, di- very sounding. distinct voices. Yeah, yeah. And despite having eleven girls in this song, none of them really sound that different, mm. and that that kind of bothers yeah. me a little bit. And I think Sistar would have made it a little bit more uh, sexy or seductive-y or yeah. have a little bit more feeling of something. Like I yeah. don't know what the feeling of this is. Like, yeah, like I I know the lyrics of the song, so I know the feeling they're going after. But like, I'm still not. Still not convinced, mm. you know? All right. Well, that's it. I, I, I do think this, you know, is another song that, like, at first, mm-hmm. I was very unimpressed. Mm. But yeah, I don't know if it's the fucking brainwashing or, mm. or what. But, like, more or less. It's, you know, it's getting in All right. The next song. I've done it all. Josh, he's doing it. All right, I'm going to go from here. Uh, the next song is called The Doo-Wop. Produced by this guy named Ear Attack. 
uh, it might be a guy or a company, I'm not sure, but he uh, also produced GOT7's Fly, and there's an OST song called Every Time uh, from Descendants of the Sun. I think Punch and... Chen, Chen, Chen and Punch. Yeah, Chen and Punch sing that song, and he's the producer of those songs as well. And this song, um, it sounds a little bit retro-y mm-hmm. to me. Uh, it sounds kind of like a late 80s, early 90s kind of American pop song. Yeah, it's got those like dong 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 those like, like synth hammer, yeah, synth or synth drums, and you know, like I'm thinking know, you get Yubin on the yeah, on really the, synth, the drum pad, you know, really yeah. synthy kind of sounds and very like very 80s and 90s kind of pop feel to it, and I really really like that. I'm kind of a sucker for those kind of sounds. Um, yeah, I th- I think Steven, you're not too big a fan of like that retro sound, right? I mean, I think the retro sounds song is fine. It, yeah. If it does something with it. Yeah. But if it doesn't do anything with it, then I don't really care. And here we go with kind of the problem, I think, of this album. (laughs) If we can say there's one problem that this album has is that their singing kind of lacks feeling. Mm -hmm. It lacks uh, flavor. You know, like this song sounds very sing-talky a lot Mm -hmm. of times. And when it gets really sing-talky, it sounds very generic, right? Yeah, I, I think this is a pretty generic song. Like, it yeah. doesn't. It's it's crazy to me that he also may fly, because um, even fly. No, I get. I don't know. I actually don't remember fly too well. I remember it being very generic. Yeah. 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 I guess I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a very. I mean, we hate to use the word over and over, but you know that's kind of, I guess, the irony of it. Generic. Right. Yeah, I mean, it happens a lot, right? Yeah. Um, I definitely like Knock, Knock, Knock more than this song. Yeah. Um, like, if you're going to go for this kind of, you know, synthy songs, I mean, there's there's an entire Wonder Girls album if you really mm-hmm. want to do that. Um, so. And, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think these songs, like uh, Doo-Wop, Knock, Knock, I think they're good songs. I like them. I think they're catchy, albeit generic. But if they had took more time to like refine both of these songs mm-hmm. I think they could have been much better mm. and they they are good for like you know other songs on the album that's not the title right but you don't want songs to be just like a b-side song you know you want that every song on the album to be like good mm. right not just the title and unfortunately these kind of I mean even Dreamgirls sounds, sounds like a b-side song to me mm? like every mm. song except for the intro Kind of just all sound like B side songs, just like just songs just put on an album. I think it, I think if I if I if Dream Girls is a B side song, mm. I think the Knock Knock and Doo Wop are C side songs. Mm-hmm. Even worse than uh... yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go uh, on to arguably the best song on the album. Uh, Steven and I definitely think so, and that's Crush. Alright. Uh-huh. Come on, girls. Uh-huh. Let's go. <laughs> 
talk much mm-hmm. um but it is definitely it's crazy to me again because when we first heard crush yeah. we had a, a a lot of the same thoughts as we when we first heard dream girls which was That's like true. we heard a little bit of it in the show and we didn't really like it mm-hmm. and then the first time we heard it we were like which eh? which makes me think maybe we'll turn a corner about on dream girls but maybe i don't know well we have to see i mean we have listened to it a few times already so yeah I definitely like Crush way, way, way more, yeah. at least right now. Yeah. Maybe next week in our main episode, uh, this it'll totally change. And Dreamgirls is our best song of the, of yeah. the episode. I don't know. I think stylistically, um, this song, um, we like it more because the producer is the producer who made Fingertips and Yum Yum. Yeah. And uh, we kind of like that sound mm-hmm. more. Um, but we, we definitely have to see. Yeah, there's definitely just way more personality, I think, in this song. Yeah. Personality of the girls. Um, especially even in just the rapping parts, you uh, know. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, 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 oh. Love that part. That's yeah. my fucking, that's my Jimmy Jam. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you want to hear more about this, check out our, I think, last, last episode of our podcast. I think yeah. 88, I'm going to guess. Uh, because uh, Crush was our favorite song of the week. Yeah. Um, next one. So, the next song uh, that we want to talk about is a song that they released uh, kind of a, as a gift in Producer 101, and that's When the Cherry Blossoms Fade. seen the show you know that b1a4's uh, jin young he produces a song for them uh, in the same place 
And then at the end of the show, he gives this song to them kind of as like a gift, quote unquote. I don't know. He says gift, but it's a, for fucking money. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like because I think he, free. I think he, this song was also sung by his sister group, uh, Oh My Girl. But they did the. Um... Remember we Googled the name yeah, of it? Yeah. They do the back, not the backing track. They do Guy. The guy. The voice guy. Vocal guy. guy. Vocal yeah. guy. yeah. Um, and they didn't actually sing this song. Yeah. And the funny thing about this song, it's, it fits their voices the best out of all these songs. Like it definitely has. Except for Crush. Except for Crush, of course. Um, it has like a good harmony to it. Their voices sound very good together. And their voices for this song, like the vocal style, I think it suits this song um, much better than any of the other songs. You know, yeah, he. I think he did a really good job of taking their eleven voices mm-hmm. and realizing that they're not that great sounding together, mm-hmm. um, and so he kind of matches it very well. I think with with the backing track. I mean, he did yeah. the same thing with in the same place. Yeah, like when you listen to that song, you're not like hot damn some of those vocals. It's like yeah. not really, but yeah. they're all sounding. They all sound. Um, yeah, they all sound like there's some feeling behind it, some sadness or some yeah. kind of togetherness, like har- harmonious yeah. kind of sound. And that's like what a lot of like producers do a lot of times, where if a singer kind of has like a very not necessarily shaky voice, but not a very powerful voice, or it doesn't have a lot of feeling, or it doesn't have a lot of power, or like, you know, it's kind of frail. They might, like, layer voices on it. And I think this song, he might have, like, took their voices and, like, double-layered them or something. Mm. Because when they kind of sing, like, the chorus, it sounds like tons of tons of girls are singing it, right? Yeah. And, but it's actually just 11 people. Which is but, a lot, it, but, but which is a lot, but yeah. I think it's really good. I mean, yeah, this is all gonna come back for the next song, but like I think he did a really, really good job of mm-hmm. making it sound like Eleven Girls are singing, yeah, uh, and yet making it sound decent, like they're singing um, together. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think of all the songs, even Crush included. I think mm-hmm. this is has the the catchiest uh, chorus melody. Mm. Um, I think this is gonna be a song that like. I'm going to be singing this melody on my own, like, uh, outside of it. Yeah, I I think it suits their concept or their kind of uh, image, I guess, the best, right? Because Crush is a good song, but it's kind of funky, you know? It's it's weird, but we like the weirdness of it, that's Mm. why. Yeah. Um, And uh, the last song. Woo! The last song is a IOI remake of the song Pick Me.
have listened to Pick Me a lot. Yeah. Josh has listened to Pick Me a lot. Everyone in Korea has listened to that song a shit ton, right? Yes, we have. And you know, I fully understand it, it, it's it's kind of weird. It's like when I used to like Boa, but mm-hmm. I used to I I discover Boa in Japanese. That's true. So whenever I heard her sing a Korean version of that song, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Sounds strange. Sounds strange. Yeah. Right? Even though in that situation, there's three, she's singing the same notes, right? Mm-hmm. The same tones. Her it's her just, own voice. That's her voice. Yeah, her, the, her, yeah. It's the same voice. Yeah. It's just that the words are a little different. But even that was like, this is weird. Yeah. But this. But this song. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This song, we wrote in our notes, this song is... <laughs> Is like the the bloody abortion of this this mini album. It's bad. It's like I wouldn't normally say that, but this is the after show. Okay, this is the worst. This song should have been the worst before it was born. This song should have been cut in half because this is it is so bad. Now you heard a, a snippet of it, I assume, right? Yeah. But let's say maybe you didn't hear a snippet of it, right? Like number one. I cannot believe how different it is to go from... Okay, this sounds dumb. This will sound dumb, but... I can't believe how different it is going from 101 voices to 11 voices. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, to be honest, I don't even think 101 voices were used in the regular picking yeah. one. It was probably just 30 of them. The yeah. best 30 of them. And, and I had an issue with the original Pick Me song as well. Because, yeah. like, I, I didn't think that it was sung very well. Yeah. But, ho, ho, you... We're fucking wrong. Oh. So it's so it sounds very, very s- scarce. Yeah. Right? Very yeah. So the first Pick Me song with 101 girls, it sounded kind of funny, but it sounded full. Mm. If that makes any sense, right? Like it sounded like it wasn't perfect, but everyone was singing together and so it kinda had this it's, power. You know what? It sounded the original song sounds like you're not recording it with a studio mic. Yeah. You're recording it in a gymnasium where yeah. 101 girls, girls are, are kind of singing. singing yeah. Where it's like it's not great. It's not great quality. Yeah. It's, it's very kind of zoomed out kind yeah. of. Um, but that's like the charm, right? Like yeah. it's supposed to be a lot of girls. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of it's supposed to accentuate the fact that we have 101 girls, you know? And they have this song and just 11 it, it's not even that the 11 girls it just doesn't sound like enough like like they hit different notes uh, than in the original song yeah but they don't even hit I don't even think they hit the note they're supposed to hit the note sounds flatter it sounds it's just bad it just sounds yeah. like they sang it really badly yeah um, it sounded like a random middle school yeah. covered this song that's yeah. what this song sounds like yeah. it sounds like um, one of our school productions and yeah. they decided to sing a live for, for some god for sake and I think the problem was this is just a guess of mine that when they were uh, recording this again instead of like recording everyone singing together they recorded them individually and just kind of mashed them together because when you sing like in a quartet or like with a chorus you know you're you need to hear other people singing certain things so you can match it right like if you want to harmonize with somebody you have to like hear the note they're singing in order to, to harmonize sure and i think maybe they kind of fucked up with like the harmonies because the harmonies are completely shit yeah like it just does not but if i were to guess it. i would have guessed they did the same thing with the regular version like, there's know. no way they're fitting 100 girls in the fucking recording studio yeah, right like I don't know. It just it just know. sounds wrong on so many levels. 
And, and we're not just saying that like, oh, it's just in a different language. Like it legitimately, it there are, so it sounds so bad. So bad. Um, and like, I fully understand, okay, they needed to re-record it so they can actually sell it and put it on the album, right? Yeah. Um, but don't do that, right? Don't Maybe need. A, you didn't even need this. Okay. Yeah. You didn't even need this song on the album. Yeah. Because if you're going to go on iTunes... Okay, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be like, which one am I gonna pick? You're 100 percent picking the regular version. Yeah. Right? There's absolutely no reason to pick the re re-release version, yeah. right? Um, unless it was like a that remix, much better. yeah, right, much better, right? But or it wouldn't be, different. it wouldn't be any. Yeah, it'd have to be different. Like yeah. it just wouldn't be better yeah. because the first one was so famous, right? Like yeah. they, you would just need to remix it, or you would need to add in something else. Yeah, and they decided not to do that. They decided to yeah. not only re-record it, but re-record it. A hundred times worse. Yeah. And on that point, like, I kind of want to retract something I've said before. I was really, like, kind of hoping that they would re- remake Yum Yum and Fingertips yeah. to use them by the, as the girls, yeah. like, would sing it. But I'm actually really glad they didn't after re- seeing this fuck up of a song. Yeah, I'm really happy they did. Like, I, I would gladly listen to the regular version of Fingertips and a regular version of Yum Yum. Like, yeah, I don't need it on this one. I'm good. You're right. You're I'm right. Good. We, I take that 100%. I retract that. I'm good. Uh, I'm glad. Because if they fucking ruined Fingertips Fingers? like this song, so, or they ruined Yum so Yum, or they ruined so. any of them, I yeah. would have just... Oh, my God. Oh my so man. bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that is our after show show, you know, the most unprofessional version of our show that yeah. you can possibly get. Yeah. Um, please tell us what you think of this, this mini album, if you care about yeah. NOI. Um, we're sorry that we're not doing this for anybody else, but to be honest, we are just, we were that invested yeah. in, in IOI and we were that angry. Like yesterday when i was thinking about what we should do i was legitimately i thought we would just complain for 20 minutes like i yeah. thought it would just be like the pick me section but yeah. for the whole thing um but then we listened to it again and again and again and again and it, it actually kind of grew on us so um i mean we're we do happy have, about that we did have some good things to say but mostly a little bit disappointment so what is your top three songs uh crush um crush is definitely there uh and then uh, i i think when the cherry blossoms say that's a really good song as well and i can't really i don't know what to say between knock 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 and doo-wop those ones are kind of like well you you'd, you'd pick them above dream girls. girls yeah i would Hmm. Well, I mean, I fully agree. I crush probably number one. Yeah, and then where did Cherry Blossoms play? Probably number yeah, two. Yeah, probably number two. And the third one, number three would be intro. How I about mean, that, that? I mean, that doesn't. How count. about intro? That doesn't count. That, no, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. That doesn't count. Bullshit. <laughs> um, I I probably would pick, pick Dream Girls mm-hmm. above Knock Knock Knock. Um, just because, like, I think if if anybody between us is a double sidekick picker, it, it would be me. Mm. Um, and I just think that. There are much, much, much better, better versions of, of, of Knock 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 out mm. there that I don't need to listen mm. to Knock Knock Knock. Yeah, maybe I'm just like, it's familiar to me. And like, I just don't like Dream Girls very much. Dream Girls! <laughs> Anyways. You know what? Maybe that's a better song. Maybe we should that's pick Shiny's Dream Girls. Shiny's Dream Girl for number three. And I did not like that song at that time. <laughs> I really did not like that song. Uh, and now now it is the best Dream Girls, uh, best song named Dream Girls, Girls out there. Uh, 
Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, it's the end. And at the end, we'd like to thank you guys for listening. And yeah. Don't for, uh, don't forget. I mean, don't remember. Don't forget about Patreon. Yeah. Um, we're just really trying to hit that goal of 400, but uh, uh, we haven't really gotten that yeah, many, any not, new people in close. a couple of things. But, you know. That's okay. If yeah. that's how it is, that's how it is. We we are more than happy with um, the, who we got. Uh, who we got, like the lovely, yeah. lovely people who donated over you know two hundred dollars to us um, every single month. Um, don't forget, we have PayPal now, so mm-hmm. you can go to PayPal. Links are in the blah blah blahs in the blahs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so next week we'll have our our main episode, and uh, I think it's going to be a, a a relatively contentious one because uh, there's some good there, songs. There's a, a lot of songs, mm-hmm. um, and May. May is looking pretty big, like jam-packed with a lot of big artists. Yeah, a lot of new, lot of new releases coming out, a lot of comebacks. That AOA. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was just talking to someone uh, someone in Slack, mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, the summer. And how, you know, she was saying, like, oh, man, there's so many comebacks, you know, this summer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're right. I'm, I'm so excited. But I remember last summer. And I remember oh. last summer, we, there were so many big comebacks, and they were They're so all disappointing. They're all flat. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really worried, because like, we got AOA coming back. You know, we, we had the twice already, which was a little underwhelming. We have IOI, which is not a comeback, but as a big release, very underwhelming. underwhelming. Yeah. We got AOA coming out next. 21 is supposed to come back. Yeah. You know? I, I just hope at least one song is like our favorite Sistar song. Sistar is supposed to come back. I, please. Our favorite I know summer we're, song. I know, loving, loving you. you, loving you. There's no summer song that tops that summer song. But then but, when I think back, mm. you know, like we didn't, we I don't think we said insanely good things about Shake It yeah. at the time. But like thinking back, I was like, that was probably one of the best summer songs of that year. You know, yeah. um, that was released for a while. These past few years, yeah. What was it? Shake It and what, there's another song. This is started. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you're right. Um can't remember what it is can't remember anyways we are professional um, so professional we'll see you guys next time that was the after show show bye